Welcome to the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. In this podcast, there'll be insights around three key areas to mastering the game of life. Purpose, prosperity, philanthropy. Your host, Paul Lowe, the third sector mentor, is the founder of Hearts Global CIC, which along with many other of his charitable commitments, has been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from disadvantaged communities. Author of Mastering the Game of Life, From Pain to Purpose, and Speaking from Our Hearts books. Introducing your host, Paul Lowe. Welcome listeners to this Mastering Life podcast, where it is my absolute pleasure to be conversing with a lady called Elaine Godley, who you may recall from episode 45, uh, when Elaine spoke about perfect perfect health. So what I wanted to do in this episode is, um, is for us to get to know Elaine a bit better, and, and more specifically, around her life's purpose, which I believe is, is something that runs central through each and every one of us. So without further ado, Elaine, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here again. Okay, so um, by way of, um, I suppose, creating a thread from, uh, as I say, episode 45, Elaine, just want to give us a, a brief overview of um, your background, who you are, your perfect health focus. Okay, so I'm approaching 62 now. I can't believe it. I still feel 25, but there we go. Um, so I'm grandmother. Um, my daughter's 37. My son's 24. Um, Andrew has Asperger's syndrome, and he currently lives with me, which is a, a challenge at times. Um, two grandchildren, age 14 and 16. Lost a grandchild through the MMR jab when she was 17 months old. Um, had cancer four times. Cured myself of kidney disease. Been a policewoman, a chief executive, chief operating officer, run many, many businesses, been a business mentor, run lots of different networking groups, and I could go on, but we haven't got all night. Fairly comprehensive overview there in, in such a uh, short space of time, definitely. Okay, so tell us about perfect health. Perfect health is a concept that um, I came up with actually only the last 18 months. Um, so many things that I've done over the years. I've not quite finished. I've had ideas and I've done things and I've got bored with them and gone on to something else. Mm. But they've all they've all had health and behaviour linked through them. Um, my health in particular. Yeah. I've never been ill, even though I've rattled off all those things that have happened. And, th- and there's there's many more other things as well. But um, it's it's how our behaviour affects our health that interests me. And being a business psychologist and using a particular model of behavioural profiling that I've been working with for many years, over 20 years now, uh, the DISC model, I can now identify the types of health issues and health challenges people are likely to, to get when I do their profiles. So that works in a business context, so I can predict the types of health challenges in an organisation, the types of... Um, uh, reactions people are going to give for example if there's a change program a transformational change program and I've led many of those in businesses over the years um, I know which people that are going to take longer to get through the change process than others yeah. so it's really interesting how that has then kind of led me down the path of the wellness so my own health alongside that yeah um, and I've never been ill as such I've just been inconvenienced I've had a you know a few blips here and there but it's never stopped me doing anything in much in particular mm. um, but it's it's made in the last few years a bit stop start stop start so bringing it all together now um, uh, a friend suggested a name for a website I wanted to try and bring the behavior and the health aspects together under under one roof and um, I've done that now with Perfect Health. 
So my website, perfect-health.co.uk, um, is the, the main place that I kind of hang everything, um, including my Perfect Health radio show um, that you were on recently. Yeah. And um, Perfect Health, uh, I've got a, a wellness programme that I've just created, and that brings together all of the aspects that I coach people with or mentor. I prefer the word mentor than coach. Yes. Um, I mentor people through cancer. So I take calls on a, a helpline where people have been, typically people have been newly diagnosed with cancer or they've got over it and it's now come back again. So that's equivalent of, a, of kind of a new one. So I take calls and guide them um, using my own experience and the training that I've had. Mm. So um, I put all of that together under the perfect health and perfect health is different for everybody your health my health you know what's the perfect picture for you is be a different picture to me yeah and my health might change today tomorrow and it'd be different to what it was yesterday so perfect health is is a transitionary thing it's it's whatever the perfect picture is for you at any given time yeah i can understand that uh, bespoke approach if, if that's the right way to look at it elaine what i would say within that i mean is that holistic? Does that focus on any one particular aspect, such as physical health, mental health, or as I say, is it holistic? Um, it's it's a whole picture. So yeah. it's um, 10 modules. So I've just created the Perfect 10 Wellness Programme. So the 10 modules, there's mind, body, work, home, behaviour, attitudes, beliefs, values, friends and family. Okay. So those 10 aspects are the things that get in people's way if they're out of balance when they've got a health challenge, particularly mm. cancer, as I've experienced in the last two years helping on, on the, the helpline. Yeah. They may be very good in feeding their body the right things, the right nutrition, um, but their mind might be all over the shop. Yeah. Um, there could be a lot of uh, pressure and negativity from friends and family. That needs to be sorted out. Yeah. They could be living in a home that's completely cluttered. You know, the energy is not going to be flowing. Yeah. Um, obviously work, if, if work is um pressured, stressed environment and so on. So there's all these aspects and um, the values, attitudes and beliefs of individuals will determine how successful and how resilient they're going to be in life, not just uh, with their health. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I mean, I've got a model that I use. Um, I call it where do you reside and it's a picture of an old type sort of Roman villa and within the various levels um, is a plinth that says values and is a plinth that says vision and mission you know all these things mm, yeah. um, because they're all part of the space that we may find ourselves in and they all need to be balanced don't they they need to be balanced yeah absolutely they do yes some of them, though, are things that people don't even think about. So if you've got, you know, you've mentioned mission and vision, people get confused with, with mission and vision and yep. purpose. And um, there, there's so many areas for confusion and diet and lifestyle. You'll read a report these days that says, oh, do this. This is the next best thing. And then mm. another report, says, oh, don't do that. That's shocking. You know, yeah. that's going to get you into trouble. So well, what do people do? Yeah, absolutely. Confusion. As you say, there's a lot of confusion out there, misleading advice, particularly from marketeers and the media and the like. Um, but anyway, let's not go down that. Uh, <laughs> we could be here for, for weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, contentious route. Okay, so what I'd like to focus in on, Elaine, is that P word. I, I've got a, um, from that model I'm, I'm speaking around that, uh, that, that dwelling is three pillars. And the first one of those... The critical one is around life's purpose. You could take us on a journey how you've 
reflected on what you've perceived your purpose to be and where it is now? I've never thought of my, about having a purpose. It's okay. not something that has even kind of come on my radar until recently. Right. And that has come about through my cancer experience. And I keep on getting cancers. I keep on getting these um, uh, universal challenges, shall we say. And, um, you know, why why me? Why is it, it, it keep repeating? Different cancers each time. And mm. I use an integrative approach. So the best of the National Health Service plus lots of complementary uh, stuff alongside. So I think my purpose now is to help people through my experience. Um, I think looking back, I've been thrown all sorts of challenges um, because I'm I am a resilient person, but I need to have experienced those things personally. So, for example, homelessness and being a single mom and uh, all that goes with that. Um, losing my father when I was only nineteen and l- lots of things that happened to us. Well, you know, stuff happens. Get yeah. over it. Deal with it. Yeah. Not everybody can, um, and that's a big reason why a lot of people are ill because they have all this emotional stuff inside them that they're grieving for lost things or you know maybe jobs that didn't work out or mm. relationships that didn't work whatever it is yeah. so they're they're going through their life you know they're kind of rudderless um i've gone through my life just enjoying every single day and i i get sick of hearing myself say i've never done a day's work in my life because i have always enjoyed what i do yeah and the perception from outside looking in, yes, I've done lots of things. I've given them all, you know, a good few years, but mm. I get bored, you know. It's, yeah. it's in my nature to to want a challenge. If, if once a challenge is gone, then I need another one. So I'm forever changing my purpose, if you like, my, my reason for, you know, day to day. When I was younger, I thought my purpose was, you know, having the biggest car, the biggest house, the, you know, the highest salary and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's none of that is important. Not important. What one jot? If you don't have your health, you've got nothing. You can only sit on one toilet. You can only sleep in one bed. You know why do you need all these big houses? And you know you can only drive one car. You know at the time, and you can only go seventy mile an hour legally on the road. So why do you need a car that can do you know yeah. way over that? You know. <laughs> yeah. External silver trinkets, as I call them. Okay, so picking up on that theme, um, Elaine, of external silver trinkets, um, you've alluded to obviously in a former life, you know these, uh, well, these silver trinkets that glistened. Was you conscious? I mean, what, at the time when you was enjoying, and I use that term loosely, these these things that glitter externally. What I mean was that where your focus was at? Was you aware that actually? these have got very, very limited appeal or, or was you not in that space? Has that come as a result of reflection and, dare I say, emotional maturity? Emotional maturity, although my family would argue that I still don't have any. I'm, I'm still working on growing up. Hopefully I've got another 30 years in which to, to try and grow up. But uh, no, it's it's when you realise, it's, it's the health, it's the wake-up call from the health. Yeah. Um, as I said, I've I've just done things that I enjoy. You know, I've never had mm. a plan. I've never had a career as such. Mm. Um, I've... On the outside looking in, I've been very successful. I've also made some really pretty dumb decisions. Yeah. And uh, I've made some terrible financial losses over the years. But actually, does it matter? I've got my health. Yeah. And and that is the, it's priceless. You can't put a price on that. And it's almost cliched, isn't it, that, you know, without your health, you've got nothing. But I think until, you know, whether we call that experiential learning or not, until it's actually come along and metaphorically hit you in the face, it's just something that you hear 
But when you faced, you know, such as yourself with a cancer scenario, um, it becomes real then, doesn't it? It does, and you have to take notice. And I think that's that's what the universe has sent me, challenges to make me resilient in the earlier part, you know, up to, up to the age of, say, 50, well, just, just turned 50 when I had my first cancer. Yeah. Um, Although I had my kidney disease, I was born with kidney disease that wasn't mm. detected till I was uh, um, early 20s and I got blue lighted to a isolation ward. They thought I had typhoid and it turns out that um, the swimming training that I'd been doing in a chlorinated pool twice a day, I was a competitive swimmer in right. my teens, um, the, they were putting the waterwork infections and projectile vomiting from time to time down to infections from the, the chlorine and the chemicals. Mm. And um, it turned out not to be the case. It was, um, it was uh, what do they call it, medullary sponge kidneys, okay. which is a, a condition that's quite unusual. Okay, so let me get this right then, Elaine, um, if I'm hearing you correctly, that your approach to life is not through any... Um, kind of hesitate to use the word consciousness but no great conscious awareness around um i've got this is my definite person uh, purpose this is my raison d'etre you as you you know to use your words you live life to the full you take it all as it comes there's no kind of predetermined um destiny uh, in terms of a purpose this is this is why i'm here this is what i'm going to do and no matter what life throws at me and you've certainly done this um, I'm going to stay on course to achieve X, Y or Z. No, I don't plan to build a hospital or, or run right. a marathon or, you know, anything like that. My my purpose um, has always been to enjoy myself um, and to help other people along the way in whatever capacity that is. Mm. So obviously when I was in the police, I'd be helping people that way. When I was a chief executive, I would be nurturing my team in terms of personal development um, when I was uh, running a health screening business, it would be to, to keep people um, away from having heart attacks and strokes. Um, alongside that, all the voluntary work that I've done, I've granted wishes for terminally ill children right. uh, and their families, you know, made memory wishes with them. Um, I've done all kinds of things like that. So whatever, it, it's almost like I've gone through life with various different projects, if you like, yes. rather than a career. It's been a whole portfolio of different things, all of yes. which have been very interesting. And each of them have, have had a purpose at that time, whatever the emphasis happens to be on, you know, what I was doing. Yeah. And I, and I you know, I absolutely understand that. But I suppose that the point I'm trying to, to clarify is at in those transient phases of your life with those excellent different contributions, was you ever ever aware or to what degree was you aware that you know this is my purpose this is what i'm doing no never no no, never was on the radar no never was on the radar only in fact the word purpose has only come about recently in in sort of coaching terms you know what i'm saying to people you know what's your purpose okay so it's 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 actually new new phrase to me to be honest right okay how does that make you feel it doesn't this it's just it's just another word um, because I've, I, without knowing, I've actually been living my life on purpose. Okay, yeah. I've just not designed it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's happened. It's happened itself. It's happened despite me. So with your newfound awareness then, <laughs> is it making any difference? Um, yes, it's helping to, me to focus. So my perfect health brand, which didn't exist until about a year ago, 18 months ago, um, that has now become recognised and um, I've got a Facebook group, Perfect Health with Elaine Godley, 
I've got my radio show, Perfect Health on Elastic FM with Elaine Godley, keeping yeah. it all, you know, the, the same. So at the top of this um, episode, this conversation, Elaine, you alluded to the Perfect 10 Wellness Programme. Just refresh our minds again, if you will, please, around those uh, pertinent 10 points. Okay, so there's mind, body, family, friends, work, home, beliefs, attitudes, values and behaviour. So those 10 aspects we need to have all of those balanced in our life because if one or other are out of kilter then it affects the other and that causes stress throughout so the common denominator is if they're out of balance then our body becomes stressed and that is the thing that causes inflammation illness disease etc okay do you want to give us a very brief just flirt very briefly with each one of those 10 okay so how this came about was um the mentor uh, capacity that I, I speak in um, to many audiences about cancer yeah and um, I'm frequently spending time talking to family and friends about the person who has cancer yeah so I spend little time with them I tell them what to do off they go and do it mm. with the family and friends they're giving their opinion um, they've researched this you should do that so you're bombarded with well-meaning uh, platitudes from uh, friends and family which further confuse the person with the condition yeah so it's important to know how to manage them yeah so it's important to know how to manage ourselves and how to manage others and that's the category that um, I have a module on behavior okay so I'm a specialist in a particular model of behavioral profiling called DISC and I've been doing that over 20 years, so I can now predict the types of health challenges and the way people will react in certain situations uh, in life, not just uh, with their health. Mm. So that's uh, family, friends and behaviour. That's three of the categories. Um, mind and body. Well, what goes on in our mind affects our body. And there's a, there's a saying, where the mind goes, the body flows yeah. um, or follows. So... Um, that's obviously speaks for itself you know what's in your mind whether you're positive or negative that has a huge impact on your health massive yeah um and our body is is works at an emotional level not a logical level so yes. intuitively we feel we should do certain things and then sometimes we talk ourselves out yeah um, because what we feel doesn't make sense so our mind then gets in the way and starts making a logical argument mm. to try and rationalize the bonkers thing that we wanted to do yeah and then afterwards how many times we say oh damn i wish i'd done that you know, such <laughs> yeah. a thing yeah um so that's the mind and body we've got work and home um if you're in working in a stressful environment, you know, the consequences of that are obvious. You know, that's not going to help a man or beast. Um, but equally, if your home is cluttered with um, uh, electrical stuff, um, if the energy is not flowing, whether it's at work or at home, then again, that's going to add to the to the difficulties with a, with a health challenge. So how to create a toxin-free and a stress-free environment at work and home yeah. is really, really important. So I cover those. Um, and then the last three are beliefs, attitudes and values. So when I say beliefs, I'm not talking about religious beliefs. I'm mm. talking about sort of life uh, life beliefs. Yep. You know, what Do you believe in right and wrong? Do you believe in honesty and integrity? Um, you know, do you believe it's okay to, you know, burgle somebody's house? You know, mm. hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but whatever you believe is, you know, right and wrong um, has a big impact on your health. Um, your attitude, your general attitude, you know, are you positive, negative, are you helpful, unhelpful, you know, are you purposely um, 
uh, play devil's advocate with people you know that sort of uh, stuff about attitude is important and values very few people think about what their values are mm. so um, I do exercises with people about their values and yeah. um, when I ask people you know what what are your values how, how do you live your life on a day-to-day basis with values and most of them don't know what I'm talking about mm. so we go back to basics and then um, so for example things like honesty integrity yes um, having fun um, wealth can be a value you know some people strive to to, to be wealthy yeah um, and I know that's one of your other uh, podcast topics so that's yep. there's nothing wrong in that because with more wealth we can help more people absolutely relationships obviously yes. they're key yeah okay well what I'd like to do Elaine I'd use this episode as a, as a, as a taster as I've said uh, I mean for me personally you've touched on some very very pertinent points there and certainly ones that i use within the life wheel um so what i'd like to do i'd like to dig down uh, on the next episode or on a future episode and really start to home in on those those individual aspects and i think what would be good um is to start with something like how your behavior affects your health yeah, fantastic subject. I could yeah. talk for days on that one. Yeah, yeah. just shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah, just to plant a seed there and, and give it some focus about how your behaviour affects your health. And I'd like to, I'd definitely like to regroup because this has got me intrigued. So, um, okay, is there anything else that uh, you want to add, Elaine, at this this point? No, not at the moment. As I say, I can, I, I can talk on many topics for hours yeah. on end. So, no, I think uh, it's been really helpful um, to... Uh, help me focus as well because um, the Perfect 10 program is something that has been years and years in the making and I've not known how to explain it to people. I've now got my my areas so I can, whatever crops up health-wise, they will fit into these categories some somewhere or another. So now I've got my focus now and I'm, I've got my purpose. I've got to get that out there. I've got to get the program out there to more people. Yes, the elusive purpose. <laughs> Okay, so uh, just finally then, Elaine, if people want to, uh, as I say, we will be doing a follow-up episode, but if people want to get in touch with you, how, how can they do that? Um, just find my website, perfect-health.co.uk, or Google me, you'll find all sorts of stuff on me. Just Google Elaine Godley. Elaine Godley, that's brilliant. Thanks, Elaine. So there you have it, listeners. So sincere gratitude to Elaine for giving her time and her expertise and sharing some of her insights there. And uh, I will be regrouping, as I say, for future episodes with Elaine and and gaining more invaluable insights. So until the next time, take care, keep loving and keep mastering life. Thanks for listening to the Mastering the Game of Life podcast. Drop a line to paul at paullowhearts.com with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at paullowhearts.com or any of his social media feeds under the same name. Remember, mastering life starts by embracing our hearts.